0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Welcome to, like, the TB Toy Cast. If you play with toys, you will score.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, toys are cool, like fire, fire.
0: <laughs> you won't score, Beavis. You're too much of a butt monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, butthead. I'll play with all the toys. Then I'm definitely gonna score. <laughs> <laughs> toys are cool, Beavis. A big toy collection gets you all the chicks. And if you, like, listen to the TB Toycast, you will definitely score. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to score. (laughs) Everyone will score but
1: you, Beavis. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, butthead.
2: (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time once again for the tv toy cast my name is brian and joining me as always on this adventure down the toy aisle is my pal jeff jeff are you ready to talk some toys
0: i am ready to talk some toys today tonight whatever day it is whatever day whatever time
2: we never know but one thing i do know
0: it is is your birthdays today's happy birthday Brian! should i do my song like i did for soda happy birthday mr breaker rubbing my nipples rubbing my nipples that's awkward make eye contact with me while i do this come on now <laughs>
2: no i'm not, I'm not looking. i feel like mr i feel like you're mr burns right now <laughs> <laughs> no happy birthday man has it been a good day for you it's been a pretty pretty good day i got to do a little wrestling training which is always fun um other than that pretty easy day which i think is good for your birthday i'm 38 now so i'm getting older jeff and it's uh it's not fun let me tell you that Dude, I'm 44. How do you think I feel, man? Yeah, dude, isn't it weird though? Because like when I was a kid, if I saw someone that was 30, I was like, wow, that guy is a grown up. And (laughs) now I'm like 38 and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know anything about anything. Like (laughs) I'm far from a grown up.
0: Oh man, I remember when I was about to hit 40, it was like, everybody says, once you hit your forties, everything goes downhill. Like your body and just everything like physically just goes downhill. And they couldn't have been more right. I hit about 38 and a half, and I noticed that I was having to work out three times as harder just to even grow one muscle. I oh, mean, yeah. Oh, man. It was brutal. But anyways, it's not about that. Happy birthday to you. Uh, the good news is for you, we had Brian from the legendary podcast, LJN Podcast on the Fully Postable show this past week, and we are all part, when I say we, Scott, myself, him, and Tim from the Pulling Up the Chair podcast, we are the over 44 horsemen. So be glad that you are not part of that group,
2: man. I would like to be the J.J. Dillon, maybe. <laughs> Actually, he's older. I don't know. Maybe I'm Maybe I'm Sting that gets kicked out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're way too young to be a, a part of the over 40 horsemen, man. So. Sorry, man, you cannot be part of this group and be proud of that.
2: I'll be the Paul Robo. Bury me later. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't fit uh, did you get any cool presents for your birthday? Um well, actually, I got a great present from uh the one and all well actually, you're a part of this from Jason Wolf. He sent me a really fun uh box of goodies as it were um had some awesome customs in there, lots of really fun figures, Hasbros Galoobs. It was quite a box of of different stuff it, including like um. A maximum sweat big boss man, which was just ridiculously fun. Um, <laughs> a figure from the Tick, which I told him thanks a lot. And I'm gonna have to collect Tick figures. <laughs> uh, so like a Ninja Turtles car, uh, an Evil crusty doll, which was a, a fantastic touch. That was great. Uh, yeah, so much fun stuff. It was it was really cool to get that in. And uh, uh, my my mom and dad always give me money, and my sister usually gives me money. She actually was asking me today, well, what do you want? I'm like, well i like t-shirts i like action figures i like customs from jason wolf
1: <laughs> or you can give
2: me money she's like i'll just give you money I'm Like have, that works too <laughs> you can just get me gift cards from homage yeah exactly yeah well actually did you say they released the halloween havoc shirt today uh, yes i saw that you had posted that you're like it's not a drill let's go i, I was like i well they have been releasing like they did like a road wild shirt they did a beach blast shirt and i'm like If they don't do Halloween Havoc this year, like I'm, I'm gonna riot. Like this is insane. Sure enough, they 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 put one out. I'm like, yes, been waiting (laughs) on that one. So that will be that will be purchased very soon.
0: And you know what's funny is you were talking about teaching some wrestling school. I was scrolling through Facebook the other day, and there was this guy who I guess was in FCW. His name was Traven.
2: Traven. Yeah, that guy. That guy sucks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He uh he had a Facebook uh, fan page. And I was like, yeah. "Oh, that guy looks like Breaker. What a tool! I bet he was like mimicking Breaker. I bet he was using like some, some like power slam as like an Oklahoma death ride too."
2: Yeah. So I never deleted that. Um, <laughs> but randomly, I still get like random followers on that page. I don't know why. I it, maybe because WWE's in the title. I'm not sure, but I'll uh-huh. just randomly get followers on it. So I never deleted it. I I don't know if I should or not. I don't use it at all, but. Facebook I, to me is like the worst social media, on one instance, but the best on the other. And I will explain this. I love Facebook groups
1: mm-hmm.
2: for for collectibles. We have a the Positively Pro Wrestling. I love that group. It's so much fun. But the actual app itself, I think, just sucks horribly. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like using it. I'm not a fan of it. I feel like it's, it's just it, everything about it. I'm, not, I'm really not a fan of, but. The groups on it are great. I love that's the only reason I keep it, honestly, other than promoting you know podcasts and stuff. But yeah, I mean I guess mostly I'm on Instagram and the X now. Yeah, the but, Twitter X. Yeah. But yeah, social media is that's a whole podcast we could probably do if we want to dive uh, into that because it's it's a it's a weird one.
0: Oh, it's a disaster. I'll I'll kind of give you a funny one. So this past week I had to go to a wedding for uh, one of my lifelong friends and long story long, the reception kind of was weird, but it's my friend Nathan. I mean, if you knew the guy if his wedding went off without a hitch, then something would have been off. the you, you right. know the, the universe is not tilting right. Something's going off. but anyways, so I'm part of a city group my my town that I live in has a group oh i, I th- I'm in one of my town too, yeah, okay. So we had Fleet week this past week. And Fleet Week is basically they have the Blue Angels and the Blue Angels come out and they fly all over the Bay Area and they do tricks and all that stuff. And, you know, it's a, it's a big spectacle out here every October. So there was a gentleman that was part of the city group standing in front of the Blue Angels planes, but he was wearing a shirt that said, No, ma'am. And if you happen to watch Married with Children back in the day, al bundy started a group that was called no ma'am and that it was i thought that was hilarious that he was just standing wearing in front of that wearing that shirt but anyways i replied back and i said shirt game equals on point because it's a fun nostalgia thing for me if you would have saw the messages that i got calling me a sexist pig oh my god I didn't even think about it being sexist. I was just, you know, the memories of married with children back in the day come flooding back sitting upstairs oh, yeah. with Scott, even watching it with my dad, you know, at eight, nine years old, watching the show with my dad. It brings back fun memories of laughing at that show. And no, ma'am, I relate back to that show. Now, if somebody's wearing a Polk High jersey that has 33 Bundy on the back, am I still going to be called a sexist pig?
2: (laughs) Well, what it comes down to is they didn't catch the reference.
0: That's what exactly somebody had to explain the reference down below. And he goes, the shirt is funny. If you don't get the reference, you didn't watch Married with Children. The joke had to be explained. Now, the joke is not no longer funny. And I was like, that's the best way to put it.
2: So that reminds me so much of a story from a job I used to have. I used to deliver furniture when I was in high school. We had this older lady that worked there probably in her, you know, probably mid-50s at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I had this shirt I bought at Hot Topic, and it was Will Ferrell from the movie Old School. Mm-hmm. And so the front of it's him, like, drunk, like, making a face, you know. <laughs> in the back, it says, it's so good. Once it hits your lips, it's so good. Uh-huh. Which is the line he says from the movie? Right. This is so. This is mid early two thousands. The movie had just come out. I see the shirt. I'm like, oh my god, I have to buy this. This is so funny. And I bought it, and it's like my favorite shirt to wear. So I, I wore it like once a week to 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 work. I felt like, and she'd always be walking behind me, and she would read it aloud. It's so good. Once it hits your lips, it's so good. Well, what's that mean? It's from the movie Old School. I haven't seen it. I'm like, hard to explain. It's just something he says in the movie. Oh, well, I don't get it. I'm like okay no problem (laughs) like so i'm like let's just move on and then like i swear to you two weeks later i'm wearing the shirt again she's reading it again i don't get it okay what's of course you don't get it you haven't seen the movie like (laughs) it's one of those weird things where like when you have to explain a joke yes it certainly isn't funny anymore
0: yes so anyways i got chastised because i laughed at a shirt that was from married with children and god forbid i like anything from married with children some people even messaged me on the side saying that uh the shirt was tasteless and blah 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 and i'm like oh my god i'm out of here i want i want to delete facebook so bad right now
2: <laughs> well and that's i think that's the problem is because everybody has to uh take a stance did i ever tell you about the candy store incident that i had on facebook no well real quick before i dive into that i know this is not toy talk but uh, there's a website I, I came across the other day called Retro City Threads. Have you heard of it? No, no, no. So they sell like baseball jerseys oh. and like hockey jerseys. And I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. Anyway, I, I found an American Gladiators baseball jersey. And yes, I did order it. because so I was like, right. that's fantastic.
0: Happy but birthday I, to you. <laughs>
2: yeah. And so I was. I haven't got it in yet. It's on the way. But you can actually do custom numbers and names. So I put Nitro 91. On it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, I'm looking through the different jerseys that they have because they're all based on usually like TV and movies, not really off sports, which I was like, oh, that's really fun. Well, they have one and it just says on the on the front the Van Buren boys and the number eight and then these these uh these fingers, you know, the 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 eight like you're holding the salt shaker. Yeah. And uh which I think even in the picture, let me have to look. Yeah, he's holding I think he's holding the salt shaker, which is fantastic. And the back <laughs> it says eight Van Buren. That's such a mild reference to Seinfeld. Uh, huh. no one would get that, but like, kind of like that married with children shirt. If someone got it, they'd be like, yes, that's awesome. You know what I mean? Like, so I think in a lot of ways, having shirts like that is great, but it also gives you a whole lot of conversations you don't really want to have.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I had a, uh, I wore a bullet club jacket one day and, uh, this old guy at Texas roadhouse one day goes bullet club. What kind of club is that? And I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to get into this conversation. Yeah. I was all I looked at him. I was all it's pro wrestling. He goes, wait, it's not a gun club. I'm like, I I need to get out of here. It's a different
2: team at
0: AEW. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Very good improv right there. No, I was like, I need to get out of here right now. Look, Give me my last uh, cinnamon
2: butter and roll and I'm going to get out of here. (laughs) So, yes. Uh, What was the story I was going to tell? I was going to tell you something. Oh, about the candy candy store okay so i gotta tell you about the candy store and then i gotta tell you about uh when people ask me about wrestling at work <laughs> so the candy store you were talking about online people going nuts on facebook i woke up one morning and uh no i, I was working night so i woke up about 11 30 12 o'clock in the afternoon and i look at my bank account and i had three charges from a candy store like candy castle or whatever it's called i'm like whoa so immediately i'm thinking fraudulent right right Anyone's ever had their card compromised? It sucks. It's horrible. Oh, it's the it's worst. It's not it's not fun. And so I call the candy company. They don't answer on noon on a weekday. So that's a red flag. Right. I call my bank and my bank's like, Well, no, it says you swiped your card. And I'm like, I haven't been to the mall in months, probably since Christmas. This is like in the summer. Well, it says here the, the charge was made, you know, blah, blah, blah at 4 a.m. I was like, oh, okay. So it's a uh, 24-hour candy store at the mall. <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll go ahead and put out that these are fraudulent. Well, before I talked to the bank, when I called them and they didn't answer, I, I got on their Facebook page and I commented, hey, you, uh, I've got fraudulent charges from, your, from this company. And in doing so, I found a whole bunch of other people that did the same thing. A lot of other people are saying, hey, I got fraudulent charges from this company, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, some lady writes back to me and a lot of other people like because I put on there. Yeah, I tried to call, but no one answered. She's like, oh, so you're going to call the store with a kid working behind the counter that doesn't have any information. And I'm like, well, I have to start somewhere like I don't (laughs) like I don't know who to call. I'm like, why are you jumping? Who are you? Like, I don't even know this person. Why are you jumping in on this conversation? I'm like, what an idiot. So, yes, I understand how Facebook can be uh, can be a disaster in that regard. Um, but you, you mentioned the Bullet Club shirt. That, that goes to the next story. So anytime I'm at work and wrestling comes up, and it's always kind of in the subtle way. So you, you do some of that wrestling stuff. I'm like, oh, I used to. Yeah, I don't really watch anymore. But, you know, back in the day, man, it was good stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was fun. You know, I just try to like, try to leave it very vague. Yeah. Who's your, who's your favorite wrestler? It's like Gary Albright. And if people don't know, he was a Canadian wrestler that did a lot in like all Japan Japan and, and like Pancrase and UWFI. Very, very like, no one would know. Right. Mm -hmm. Unless you're a hardcore fan. They're like, I don't know who he is. I'm like, oh, you don't watch Pancrase? You don't watch UWFI or rings? Uh... i I don't know anything about that stuff i I watch that uh, wwf and i'm like oh okay (laughs) it's just my way of being like i'm gonna be so far above what you're talking about that you're gonna be like i don't have a clue what he's talking about so because it's just it's just never fun conversations to get in so yes i love diving into that how many
0: times have you said that and somebody goes oh gary albright was great in japan Never once in my life has that happened. <laughs> oh, so, I'm still waiting but, for that day.
2: <laughs> the thing is, is if I know someone's a legit fan, it's pretty obvious. It's always the people that are not really fans or they casually watch. And Like this one guy I used to work with used to every time. Like, you know, Undertaker and Kane, they're really brothers. I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 they are. And I'm like, Glenn Jacobs and Mark Calloway are not brothers at all. <laughs> oh by the way edge and christian are brothers aren't they oh exactly it's, it's and the dudley boys thing. yeah and i'm like no big daddy dudley got around that's the deal you know <laughs> dudleyville was a big place apparently <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's 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 ridiculous but that's uh that's how unfortunately like I've, I've never really gone out and told someone that i met randomly that i was a pro wrestler but it it always comes up you know and by the
0: way Smackdown's going to be in Tulsa, Oklahoma this week.
2: Yes, it is. How are you going? You better believe it. Yes. Nice. Uh, made some contacts with some people going to be there. And me and my nephew got tickets coming for us. So we are going to be there. Oh, nice, dude. So he's he's pumped for it. Um, It's always cool to watch live. I don't care who you are. I don't. Anyone can get into live wrestling. It's always fun. So he's mm-hmm. really excited. So it should be a good time
0: uh we'll move on from the wrestling talk here in a second but it was funny Sorry, um, chad sorry chad dude that card's coming i swear i, I sometime I know in
2: 2025
0: let's not make promises here but it's coming <laughs> <laughs> but uh i there's a guy at the gym who i i was wearing a finn Balor shirt one day and he was wearing an aew shirt and of course two wrestling fans see each other and automatically become best friends right yes yeah.
2: Well, It's almost he, like, thank you for entering my safe space with your t-shirt. We can yeah, talk now.
0: We can, we can now converse. Let's talk about Gary Albright. <laughs> no, he uh, he's just a casual fan, you know, AEW, WWE and all that stuff. But anyways, he comes up to me and he goes, I'm getting tickets for the house show in San Francisco at the Chase Center. I said, good, man. I said, that's awesome. And he goes, I don't want to go. And I said, why don't you want to go? And he goes, you know, it's a house show. And I said, I'm going to bet you 50 bucks, you're going to have a better time at that house show than you're going to at Monday Night Raw when you go to San Jose on Monday night. And he goes, you think so? And I said, yeah. I said, 100%, you're going to have a better time at that house show. He came back Monday morning before Monday Night Raw to the gym, and he goes, you are 100% correct. I had the best time at that show at the Chase Center. He goes. I am so glad you talked me into going. He goes because I was honestly thinking about just giving my tickets away. I, yeah. And he goes. I had a great time. He goes. And then he came back on Wednesday and he goes. I went to Monday Night Raw and it was okay because I had a camera swinging in front of me and then it's a start stop, you know, commercial. You gotta sit so there. So hard to watch. Exactly. He goes. But with the house show, it was just constant. Boom, boom, boom. He goes. I had a blast.
2: Well, I think the um the thought process is with the house show, nothing will happen. Mm -hmm. Right. We won't see a title change. We won't see anything of merit. It's just going to be matches. And I think that's why people think that, which I I wish, I wish personally, they would do some title changes on, on house shows, just, just for that reason, just so Mm -hmm. that like, you, you need to go to these, like some stuff happens, you know, and because that's kind of the over, under that it's just like, well, nothing's going to change. It's all going to be the same at the end. So I think I think I think house shows is kind of a. That's where you're probably like you said you're gonna have more fun because so much more can happen, right? Like, so much more crowd interaction. The guys aren't under time limits. They can kind of do what they want. They can have fun with it, and ultimately, that's gonna be a lot more entertaining for a live event crowd.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, enough wrestling talk. Sorry, Chad. <laughs> Sorry, Chad. uh On to toy talk, man. So there's not been I don't feel like there's been a ton of news this week, really. Um, to discuss i know zombie sailors heels and faces figures are starting to ship out it's been mm-hmm. a while mm-hmm. um I, i'd like to get your thoughts on this you know so series one takes like a year plus to come out series two has now taken a year i think we're all used to the format of poison pegs where it's like every couple of months there's a new wave yeah when it's taken a year plus for a new wave it's almost like you're kind of over it by the time they even come out right mm-hmm. and with all these companies doing this, do you think this will ultimately hurt collectors moving forward? Or they're like, I'm done with that. I want to collect something else now. Honestly, and I honestly, I can't
0: say this bec- right now because retros are still doing quite well for numerous companies mm-hmm. WWE, Zombie, Mitch at Hassle Toys, there's, and Sean at KWK. They're still doing pretty well. Yeah. But I think people are going to hit that retro wall. And on top of that, people are are going to get tired of pre-orders.
2: I'm there on pre-orders, man. I'm tired of it.
0: I know it's the new way of collecting, unfortunately. But at the same time, I think people are going to get tired of pre-orders. And people are... It's tough to keep up where your pre-orders is at unless you have a file in your email box that just says toys like I do. (laughs) I do. I.
2: That's how Well, you have to. How
0: could you not? Exactly. That's And then I go in and I search to see, hey, did I order... LOD asylum superstars, or did I order this? You know, that's how I go, that's how I go in and find out. But it gets a little feels like a task, a chore, you know, because there's so many pre-orders out there, and I'm afraid that people are gonna get tired of that. Another thing on top of that is I don't think the price points are gonna sustain. I think a lot of people are gonna yeah. get tired of the price points. A lot of people like Mitch at Hassle Toys. His price great point, guy. yeah, he's a great guy, but I mean, on top of that, what's his price point? 25.
2: 30... So his price point's like $38.99, okay, but it's thir- free shipping.
0: F- free shipping, exactly. So,
2: so you, if you factored in another 12 bucks for that, it's a pretty good deal.
0: Yeah. So there's so much that's going to go into people starting to bow out, not only on retros, but maybe even these third-party companies and just stick to Mattel and AEW. I hope that isn't true because these third-party companies are doing some good stuff. Mm-hmm. And KWK is doing some great retros. Um uh, The big rubber guys from the major pod, I, they're great. I just think a lot of people are starting to get burnt out on pre-orders.
2: Powertown, you know, like. Uh, exactly. That, that's another one. And like, I look at like a company like Powertown, like. When's the last time we saw a Stan Hansen figure? AWA, like besides something from Japan, it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, Vern Gagne has never happened. Luthez has never happened. Um, Carrie Von Eric has not happened since like the Legends line magnum ta had one a few years ago but that was his first figure ever if i remember right so there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of meat on the bone there and like that's really exciting to me but at the same time they are very expensive so it's one of those things where you know at a certain point are people like e- i don't know and and not only that and, and i think you know this as well as i do man like all of a sudden like gi joe shows off a lot of cool stuff like oh yeah i kind of want that but then that pre-order for whatever shows up you're like I don't know, like, where do I want to spend my money this week? What it, what it does, and I was talking to Steve Hoker, a good friend of the show about this. I was like, what? to me, like this creates like this anxiety where I have a budget, whatever that might be, that's what I can spend.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm having to try to try to figure out like, okay, do I wait to pre-order this? Cause sometimes we don't know how long the pre-order window is. Maybe it's two months, maybe it's two weeks. Right. And, and so then you're like, oh, do I wait? Do I not? How do I do this? And that's like it takes the fun out of what collecting was supposed to be Mm -hmm. to me.
0: Well, it's similar to when you go to Target and you're hoping something is on the shelves and it's not on the shelves, and then you start to get that anxiety. So it's kind of equivalent to that too. Sure. And we've talked about this before. It's this is supposed to be a fun hobby where, I mean, granted, we're not always going to get our way where we're going to go find everything on the shelves, but you know, we expect to go to the store and. Hey, we expect to see a Roman Reigns or, you know, an Adam Cole or whoever it may be. Yeah. But when it's not there, you know, that wave of anxiety is like, oh, crap, I've got to go to another target. I've right. got to, you know, do I have time to go to another target? You know, and then this is all part of adulting. When we were kids, we were like, mom, come on, Toys R Us is just 20 miles that way. Let's just go and check yeah, out That's not that far. We can yeah. make it now. It's like. <laughs> Oh, crap. I've got to make my lunches. I've got to get ready for bed. I got to get ready for work the next day. You know, do I have time to make that 20 mile trip over? You know,
2: there's so much that goes into this, you know,
0: (laughs) this is the shit that runs through my head, dude.
2: (laughs) No, no, for sure. And I I don't know about you, but I like collecting full lines. That's always been something I've enjoyed. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's hard for me to want to invest in something if I don't think it's going to stick around. Mm-hmm. right so if it's only going to be like a handful of figures i'm like well i won't probably end up even wanting those in two years so do i dive in now like um here's a good example And this is not wrestling related but marvel legends just did a new x-men 97 line i don't know if you've seen those or not yet no i haven't seen those so it's based off so what it is is disney plus is doing an x-men cartoon called x-men 97 which is supposed to take place where the original x-men cartoon left off okay so it's kind of a fun idea there's six figures, it's kind of a standalone line. And I was kind of like, I'm out of Marvel Legends, like kind of like your buddy that's out of them every other week, right? It's <laughs> you know, and it happens, right? Like, we all have been there when I'm like, I don't need Marvel Legends anymore, I'm done with those, no, nope, no, nope. none for me, I'm good. And then I saw them on the pegs, and I'm like, dang,
1: you yeah, know, those look <laughs>
2: awesome. And I hit up a couple of friends, like, yeah, they look great, and talked to Travis and, and Hoker, and they're like, oh, they look really good. And I'm like, I definitely don't need them but I'm like oh I keep thinking about them and when something kind of stays on your mind you know you're digging it and mm-hmm. and I and I told Hoker this is like here's what's going to happen they're going to release a series two and then I'm not going to be able to find these and I'm going to be kicking myself because I didn't buy them when I had the chance so I don't know I probably will end up picking them up I don't know I know myself pretty well and that will probably happen but but then I'm like, oh, I got out of Marvel Legends. I sold a bunch of them off. Do I? Go, am I going to go buy them back now? Like, am I? Am I a psycho? Like, what is going on here? But that's that's kind of part of collecting sometimes. And, I, and I've said it on here a lot. You got to find your joy. So if if something like that hits you and you kind of want to buy it, I think I say go for it. If you have the extra money, and maybe something needs to go on ice while you buy this instead, I think that's perfectly fine.
0: That's like uh, those Mario figures from Jax. Yeah, man. I want in on those $20 figures.
2: Well, and then there's also the $10 line, which is a little, little cheaper, obviously a little less articulation. I have looked at those. I know Travis collects the $5 ones with his kids Mm -hmm. simply because they're $5. And I'm I'm like, I get it, man. Like it's because it's, it's a cheap, it's a cheap price point. Um, It's, it's hard to say, man. Like I'm, I'm right there with you where if something's calling your name, but you're like, "Mm, I don't know. Like I kind of want this other stuff. Um, I mean, as much as I go hot and cold on stuff, like today I got the Hook Danhausen two pack in. Oh, you did from Amazon. Uh huh. Dude, it is incredible. Like that Danhausen is so freaking good. Like it, I don't know if that figure could have been better. It is incredible.
0: Now I've only seen pictures of that. I haven't gotten that. Does Hook look a little cartoony?
2: I'd have to look at it again. I don't. I don't. <laughs> To me, it's like Dan Housen looks so good I didn't really notice, I guess. <laughs> but it, it's a cool two-pack. Like I I held off on the Hook single release because I didn't like the that the first Dan Housen came in the the jacket mm-hmm. that bothered me a little bit. Um, I like the look of the cape anyway. So when I found out that they were doing this one, I was like, oh, that's perfect. I'll just get that. And uh, yeah, it's it's great. It's really cool.
0: So every picture that I've seen that people have taken of their two-pack, it looks like Hook is cartoony looking. And I don't if it's true, because I haven't seen it in person, that actually is really cool. Like I love the look of it because from the pictures, it looks cartoony. And I like I do like having a cartoony look to figures. And you know, we were talking before the show started. That's what a lot of people love about uh, Mitch's hassle toys is retro figures, is that they are very close to the Hasbro's that we got in the 90s with
2: a cartoonish look to him. I, I will say, I didn't notice it, but he definitely does, his face looks cartoony. Uh-huh. And I don't know if that's just a paint application. It could be because he has kind of the wild hair. Yeah, that um, could be it too. Good point. I, I don't know, but it does have, because he almost has like that Dragon Ball Z hair, you know, like where it's- Exactly. And, and so um, it does have a little bit of a cartoony look to it, but um, it's a cool two pack, you know? And I think getting some of the younger talent in the in the line is really fun. And Mm -hmm. so I was, I was happy to get it. Nice, man. For sure. Uh, Have you seen anything out there that's been, obviously besides Mario, that's kind of been uh, hitting you in the fields? No, not
0: really, man. Been kind of dry on the shelves over here. Uh, I know that the new series of legends is out with Greg, the hammer, Valentine as rhythm and blues.
2: That see, that's a, that's one that it's surprising took this long to get to me. Right. Because I felt like, did, did Jax ever do one?
0: So with Greg the Hammer Valentine, it, it seems like we should have gotten that in the Jax, but we never did. The only time we ever saw a Rhythm and Blues Greg the Hammer Valentine was in that Toys R Us ad for yeah. the Hasbros. And then, like you said, why did it take so long for us to ever get one? Just amazes me.
2: I guess it was a short run in all things considered. But to me, like I remember that vividly. Oh, Absolutely. Um, i know we got the retro recently which i still think that was to counteract Cella slash epic because mm-hmm. they were doing one um but yeah like that was to me i'll be honest i and i've kind of been critical of the legends line in general because i feel like a lot of the releases have been like they weren't trying mm-hmm. i'm like really like cena and trunks come on like you know <laughs> like there's been somewhere i'm like okay come on they're like what are you doing aj from wcw really um <laughs> dingo warrior really like but some of like the big band vader was awesome mm-hmm.
1: um
2: the Bam Bam bigelow was great um so we've got we have got some really cool ones brother love getting him in the lines great i think that's awesome the greg is awesome uh the nation guys is great so there's been some some really cool additions i think stacy keeler was in the line recently she, she was so that that's a really cool one um mean mark callous i know a lot of people were kind of like dogging that one but like realistically that's a cool one because i know uh there's that veg head of meat of uh dan Spivey. so mm-hmm. if if the, if you wanted to make the skyscrapers that's probably the best way to do it which i think is really fun so um and that's probably the only way mean mark's ever going to be in the line so i think exactly
0: cool. um but those figures look great in fact we were on the fully opposable show this past weekend scott says that that great valentine is going into his top 10 this year he no loves kidding. that he loves that figure he didn't get in the perfect yet but he uh he was waiting for that one to come in well i was
2: gonna say my my friend got the perfect and i was not sure because that's the one with the singlet right where it comes yep, down the cloth singlet i wasn't sure if i'd like that but it actually doesn't look bad i mean okay. And Perfect was kind of a – he didn't always pull the straps down, but every now and then he would. So I -hmm. I feel like fig photography-wise it would be great. I will say, and I think you'll agree with this, they really missed the mark by not doing the blue singlet and having it like torn up from SummerSlam. That would have been awesome. That
0: would have been great. But I do have a funny story. So Thursday I'm at work, and I get a text message from my my friend Norm, and he has the box set, the then now forever – four-pack box set with Hogan, Austin, Rock, mm-hmm. and Becky Lynch. That one, is
2: that the one that was kind of hard to find?
0: That was the one that originally got taken off the shelves because it had the 60 logo in the upper part of the box.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So Mattel had to go in, repackage it with a updated box look and send it back out. Now, rumor is allegedly WWF didn't like, or WWE didn't like the 60 number being at the top of the box. That's the rumor, alleged, all that stuff, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so Mattel had to go in and redo the packaging on it. So Norm picks. So Norm sends a picture. He goes, "Anybody need?" So I said, "Yeah, I need it, dude." He goes, "Okay, I'll pick it up for you." So he picks it up for me. PayPal. I'm over the money. Everything's good to go. I get home from work that day, and there's a Target box on the uh, on the doorstep. I was like, "Oh, what's that?" <laughs> Because I always forget, you know. Because younger Jeff likes to surprise
2: older Jeff with toys. So even with his special file folder. I,
0: well, I don't go through it all the time. That's the other problem.
2: <laughs> so I, I'm trying to get a Jeff's file folder T-shirt from Steve <laughs> Hoker. I, 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 don't know how how you'd make that any good, but Hokers can work some magic.
0: It's a filing cabinet, and then like files and stuff like that. You know.
2: <laughs> it's a filing cabinet full of toys. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot this was in here that's a tote right there oh i forgot yeah. this
0: was in anyways so i was like what How I order- much does that guy weigh <laughs> <laughs> so i was like what did i order from target so anyways i bring the box in pop it open sure enough it's the four pack of the wwe then now and forever however the one that i received had the 60 up top oh so the one that was supposed to be wiped from existence like Chris Benoit moment. Yeah. I somehow ended up on my porch and
2: uh you could be sitting on some money there then.
0: So I've been looking at it. They're going for about 120 to 130 bucks. So I don't know. I may just sit on it and wait for, you know, later on in life and see if it does hold any value or
2: I don't know. We'll see. You know, that's one of those weird things. I remember one time Bane had a uh well he had a, a little like toy store online FIO, i FIO i toys and he uh went pretty heavy into funko pops because what not, not surprising they were hugely popular when he had the store and a lot of them had chases which you know he'd buy a case and he was guaranteed a chase which would be you know um he could usually make enough money on that to pay for the the case well And I don't remember the specifics of this, but he ordered a Pennywise from the movie It, the newest movie. Mm -hmm. And he got that in and he uh, had a chase and apparently the chase had some type of issue or they stopped production on it. So it was like going for big money. Mm hmm. And he's like, "What should I do? Should I sit on it for a while?" And so my advice was, "Yes, because it's only going to increase." Well, then I think they worked out the issue, and it not it, it, if I remember right. And it wasn't valuable anymore. I Make mean, it still was as a chase, but not like hundreds of dollars, possibly thousands of dollars. Right. So, but again, that's one of those things with toys—you don't always know, right? Right. Like I, I know a lot of times, as he was kind of getting out of it, he was like, "Dude, I just sold every Braun Strowman Funko Pop." And I'm like, oh, really? Well, I think it just faulted. Is that why? Oh, damn it. Like like you didn't know (laughs) and people waited for it, bought all of them online because they knew they could flip them for three times the amount. So sometimes that's the issue with toys. You just don't know. So in your case, yeah, that thing could be worth big money later on, but maybe not, you know, because if they decide, You know, if everybody that ordered on target.com gets that same box, you know, maybe, maybe it won't be valuable. Who knows? Yeah.
0: It might drive down the price if everybody that ordered from target.com got it. So yeah. Yeah. But these were all supposed to be wiped from existence. They were supposed to be taken off the shelves because some did hit the shelves, but then they had to go in and take them off real quick. So anyways, we'll see. I, I will say this going back to Scott saying that the Greg, the hammer, Valentine rhythm and blues is going to be in his top 10. The Becky Lynch from that set is going to be in my top 10. Really? It is that good breaker. I know when you go to target, you'll see it eventually. Yeah. Take a peek at that Becky. And I know you're not going to buy it just for Becky, but at the same time, look at it and be like, Whoa. Cause it really popped me. I was like, Holy crap. The other thing that popped me real quick was also the Hogan because it comes with the big green
2: belt. That's awesome, yeah. Yeah. So well, speaking of that, I saw someone online point out that this hook Danhausen two pack that Danhausen might be in their top ten. Oh, really? And it's that good. Like in the, so, like when you asked me about the hook, the reason I didn't know is because I was so like, wow. Like, and I'm not the biggest Danhausen fan, but the figure, I don't know if it could have been better. Like, it is, it is absolutely phenomenal. So that that's really cool that all the toy companies are hitting some really good figures right now.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I did go to a Target last night where I did not see one AEW figure. Oh, wow. And not one WWE figure. This Target looked like it hasn't had a restock in I don't know how long, Breaker. That's disappointing. Oh, it was so disappointing because I was so mad that I wasted my time even going there. Oh, yeah,
2: that's the worst.
0: You know how we are, like, I was just talking about, like, 20 miles this way and you go for... You are know, like, oh, man, I got to go home and cook lunches and I got to get my meals prepped and all this stuff. And that, that could have been meal prep in time. And you walk in and there's nothing.
2: It's Just a total waste of time. Yeah. L-
0: literally nothing.
2: <laughs> yeah. That that always sucks when that happens. Have you seen the uh, at Target, the new Legends ring with the blue cage? I haven't seen it yet. I saw it the other day. Jason Wolf picked it up. Did you see what he discovered? Which
0: part? I did watch his video.
2: It fits on the Hasbro ring oh yes yes um that's man that's really cool like um i know they don't like to use it because i heard it's not fun to work in Mm -hmm. but man i always loved the blue cage like that Mm was 80s and 90s so is it these look like they go well with the superstars figure so i may have to grab it
0: is it true that that was made just for bundy for wrestlemania 2
2: it wouldn't surprise me because like he couldn't have climbed it otherwise no
0: bundy uh bundy in a cage match uh, right with a regular cage that just wouldn't fly that wouldn't
2: work no um to me though like it like it would have been easier to climb but i heard it was just super painful to work in because it's Mm -hmm. all steel you know Mm -hmm. and and i don't know if you've seen but on that on that video when they're carrying it in it's like four or five guys carrying literally half the side at a time but this is before they used to you know put it above the ring and stuff so i'm sure it was everything about it was horrible but it it was really cool to see
0: Mm -hmm. i liked when they would put up the cage or drop the hell in the cell and they would play that weird music like
2: it was like the beginning
0: of bret hart's theme
2: yeah and the light would hit it, but it, it like, he usually got a pop, you know, it was, it was super smart. What was up with that music? Like, <laughs> I mean, like it was, I think it was supposed to be scary music. It was supposed to be ominous. Like I've heard, um, in horror films, Drew Venzel would actually probably be an expert on this being a horror movie guy. Drew Vintzel is a great guy. Oh, he's the best. But I've heard in horror movies, he actually put very discreet sounds that actually get your heart racing. Huh? and it's almost like you can barely hear it but it's enough to get you like nervous and and like we've all seen the horror movie scene where like the guy's looking around something's not right and you Mm -hmm. feel that jump scare coming Mm -hmm. you know but it hadn't come yet hadn't come yet hadn't come yet but but it's like they put that music in there and it kind of gets a little bit more like vibrant vibrant and then all of a sudden something happens "Ah!" screams, you know (laughs) but um but yeah, like that's, that's, there's something to that. So I think when you set, I think, you know, a lot of that stuff is like, it's programmed into us, right? Like how could you not get excited, especially at a live arena? If you saw a cage lowering with mm-hmm. the lights and the music, like, Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah.
0: Just put a snake on the screen for me. And then I start doing that heavy breathing. And I'm like, uh, I hate snakes. You're not,
2: not a fan of snakes. Oh uh,
0: no, dude. Get those things away from me, dude. Did
2: you ever see Jake Roberts live?
0: okay so i saw him live but i didn't see him with the snake i uh, gotcha we i was saw, always kind
2: of curious how that would be for a live crowd like to see that big freaking python
0: so we saw him at a house show but he carried the snake but the snake never came out so it, like was the snake even in the bag that type of thing
2: probably probably a tv thing they did
0: yeah it was either uh might have been a tv it was either a house show or a tv thing but it was in san jose i remember that for sure
2: very interesting yeah Yeah, i'm kind of because i like but that like that's a legit thing so like if you watch that program you had with andre where andre was scared of snakes like you're like oh i get that (laughs) not a fan (laughs) andre
0: andre wasn't a fan either neither was savage
2: yeah did you ever uh hear the story about the uh the snake jake i guess came in from the road and uh he put it in the shower Mm -hmm. because you the warm water and stuff So he turns the shower on, puts it warm water on it to let it like warm up and stuff. And uh, so the snake starts crawling up the wall, the shower.
1: Mm -mm. So -hmm. while it
2: does this, it starts turning the water hotter, 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 and it scalds itself. So then it comes out of the locker room and starts snapping Hmm. at people. And Jake said, you have never seen three to 400 pound men move that fast in your life. <laughs> and he said, it's like a single door. So everyone's getting stuck trying to get out of there. Could you imagine how scary that would be? Oh no, man. Because the thing now that, th- and that thing's mad and it's, it's snapping and you know, like, oh, oh gosh, that, that freaked me out.
0: Was that the one, was that also the one time he was staying with someone? I want to say it was DDP maybe.
2: They he- got out
0: the snake got out but it was like got in the walls and like they were i think it was ddp was like you've got to find that thing we're getting out of here getting a hotel or something
2: like that oh yeah i I think didn't his wife freak out too kimberly
0: yes yes
2: well i mean yeah that would be enough to freak anyone out that's a freaking and then for it to just disappear that's a big snake where the crap did it go you know oh i know i know super freaky (laughs) yeah, nothing <laughs> gives me the gives me the Willies um yeah man i've been I've been checking the pegs too I haven't really seen a lot of new stuff I do know um a lot of new superstars figures are showing up I was lucky enough Travis Fowler found me uh bam bam Bigelow nice so I got that coming in actually Jason wolf found me uh uh Mr Perfect Hulk and um Piper Oh. And so he was actually looking for Rude and Earthquake and and a Masters of the Universe Mossman,
1: mm-hmm. which
2: I found. So we were able to do a little trade, which was which was cool. So nice. So so yeah, I'm pretty well caught up on Superstars. Uh, I still want to try to find that Blue Boots Hogan though, because I would like to turn that into Rip. You know, from No Holds Barred. I think that'd be fun.
0: Now, has anybody found that? Have you checked eBay for it?
2: I, I've seen it on eBay, but it's going for quite a bit because it's technically a chase. You know, so yeah. But I'm hoping to see it, you know. Like that's not always the case, but I haven't seen this line stocked yet, so hopefully it'll be stocked soon. I still have some million dollar mans at my Walmart, so.
0: Oh, dude, that's us out here. It's million dollar man on Papa Shango.
2: Yeah. yeah, which which is crazy because when when I first got into these, I couldn't find Papa Shango hardly anywhere. Finally found one. I was like, oh, I found it, and now I've seen it like a million times since.
0: Out here, we haven't gotten past series four. I've seen Macho a couple times. Um, who was part of that Macho series? That series four, so
2: series four is Macho Man, Mister T, Typhoon, and The Rock.
0: Okay, so I've seen Macho, Rock, and Typhoon. I've never seen Mister T on the shelves.
2: Yeah, Daniel Cross, you know from Rumble Wheels, looking for Mister T as well. He hasn't seen him either. So okay, has he checked Paul Mart and all that stuff? I do. I so I actually got all series four from Paul Mart. And a big reason I did that is I was just afraid I wouldn't find them, and I'm kind of glad I did that because I have not seen any of them on the pegs ever mm-hmm. out here. and um, if anyone doesn't know Palmart, they, they charge like 30 bucks, but it's free shipping and no tax. so really, it's not that bad of a deal. I wasn't not bad at I all. Wasn't, I wasn't too upset with it, so so yeah, check them out. sometimes they have they'll have stuff on there, but it goes quickly, unfortunately, so they'll put some up and then it's gone within a, a day or two.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing else that I've been seeing on the shelves recently. Like still looking for that Jetsons Hot Wheel, cannot find that. I think I've missed the boat on that one. I'm gonna just have to bite the bullet and order it off of eBay. I'm pretty stoked about that then now and forever getting the 60. Yeah, man. On the top of the box. That was pretty cool, dude.
2: I'm kind of curious if that's gonna be an isolated incident or not, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you never know. I know um people are starting to find that new uh Elite Harley now yes. which is cool so i'm yeah. glad that that's showing up it's crazy to me that his first elite was hard to find now his second elite's hard to find like what is the deal people want that that harley dude uh it's crazy i'm like golly so but I'm uh, i feel like this one's gonna be a little easier to find so hopefully that's the case um we haven't even talked about what our main event's gonna be this week fantastic four series mm-hmm. one from toy biz you're not a comic book guy. So what did did you know anything about Fantastic Four leading up to this?
0: No, not at all, man. I I knew about the thing. Yeah. I knew about him, but that was about it for me.
2: Well, you know his phrase, it's clobbering time. That's what CM Punk stole essentially.
1: Um, Interesting. he was a, he yeah, he was
2: a big Fantastic Four guy. Well, I assume he's a big fan of the thing maybe. The mm-hmm. thing was kind of like their most like popular character. So people don't know the story. Essentially, That's like Reed Richards is a scientist. Sue Storm is his wife. Her brother is Johnny Storm and Ben Grimm is his friend. And they all go to space. They all get exposed to stuff and they all kind of develop abilities. Um, Reed Richards becomes Mr. Fantastic. He can stretch. Sue Storm can turn invisible. Johnny Storm can turn his whole body into flames as the human torch. And then uh, Ben Grimm turned into the thing where he's all completely made of rock. So I think his exposure was much more direct, which is why he kind of is always looking like that, but Mm -hmm. you know, but a a cool, and they were kind of like the first family of Marvel comics as a team that was also like a family essentially. So they did a couple of movies. They weren't like the most well-received. I think Marvel's got the license back under their umbrella now. And so they're going to do their own version coming up, which I you know i imagine would be better uh but i remember the animated series um the most it hit in the mid 90s when kind of all those cartoons were hitting and i remember seeing it i was playing basketball and we were like we were about to play but the other team was playing so we were kind of just waiting around you know because we couldn't warm up yet or anything Mm -hmm. and they had a tv on and they were playing fantastic four and i'm like i don't know what this is but this is awesome
1: like
2: (laughs) i was immediately hooked but i was always into anything superhero so right right we'll be we'll be diving into that soon you actually were to do research you're like is this them and you actually sent me the new hasbro ones yes which is essentially like toy biz was the main line for for anything marvel they went out of business and of course you know you know them from the wcw line and then they Mm -hmm. went out of business probably mid-2000s which is crazy because they were doing huge business in the 90s which is insane to think that they're no longer around and then they uh um hasbro picked it up which is weird because hasbro did not do well with marvel out of the gate but they've obviously done huge business since then but at the time not so much
0: so much so that people are spending what thirty dollars thirty two dollars on figures and they're like what elite they're they're elite style
2: right they're elite scale yeah um uh, so the main line ones always have a build a figure part but i still don't think that that's that big of a deal um Mm -hmm. to, to charge that um they were all 20 which when everything was 20 that's just what it was and I don't think anyone batted an eye and then you know 20 to 23 20 to 25 to 26 I've seen them all the way up to like you said 32 mm-hmm. for some of them I don't know man like that's kind of when I was like I'm done with these like this is just too much but the build a figure aspect too is also tough for these for me to collect these because when there's like say four figures you want and two you don't Mm -hmm. you're like hmm do i just buy him to complete that build a figure you know that's where it's like uh like it's fun when when wwe does it because they don't do it every way they do it here and there right i think that that's fine and some of their build a figures are kind of like i don't really need nicholas you know i don't really need (laughs) young dominic you know or whoever it might be but it would be fun if i got it these were kind of like central characters so they were like you had to buy them and i think that kind of wore on people too
0: what I like about the WWE ones is I like going on to eBay and just buying the build a figure
2: outright. Sure. Or even the part if you need to buy it separately.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um I I have no problem going on to eBay spending 35 bucks for the figure because if you think about it, you're gonna if to build it, you're gonna have to spend 22 bucks, 23 bucks each. Yep. So I have no problem going on paying 30 something bucks for a doc Hendrix.
2: Exactly. You know? and, and and doc's an interesting one because that would be like one I would really want, you know. Mm-hmm. But I remember they did a build a figure, uh, Paul Ellering, which is yes. like from his NXT run that he did with the authors of Pain. Yep. And I bought my nephew that Goldberg figure for one of his birthdays. And it was weird because like the it came with a Paul Ellering head. It's a floating which, head in the package. Which is a floating head, but it's also similar to Goldberg because it's a bald <laughs> guy with a goatee. And you're like, well, that's not the same guy. Like, it was just so <laughs> weird. Even he was like, what is this? And I'm like, you want it? I don't need it. So I was like, well, I'll see if somebody wants it. You know, I never even found anyone that even wanted it because I was just going to give it to him. So I'm like, it's a head. Who cares? But right. But I also I do know my time collecting Marvel Legends. One time I found one I needed. I was like, awesome. I can complete this build a figure with this guy. Walk literally up to target. I'm about to hand it to the lady at the cash register. And I look in the build a figure head was missing. And I was like. Oh, I don't want this. She's like, oh, okay. And I just went and put it up. But I was like, man, that sucks. Like, oh man. Yeah. And and Hasbro, they did that too. And anyone, I'm sure your buddy could could uh could talk about this because he's such a Marvel fan. They'll put like some characters in there where you're like, I have no interest in these at all, but I do want to build a figure. And that's kind of it's kind of a catch 22 because now you're buying stuff you don't really want to just to buy a build a figure. It's to me as cool as their line has been it gets me out of collect
1: mm-hmm.
2: build the figures can be fun but when it, that's your whole thing it's like it's too much
0: yeah oh man that must have been the worst feeling in the world because you were probably have been a hunt for that figure right
2: i had been yeah oh. and uh, i found it on ebay but it was like you know 35 probably and so i found it at target so i'm like all right 20 bucks got it and no i'm like oh that's horrible. the
0: worst that is yeah. the worst man not a
2: fun time not a fun time
0: <laughs> no i can i imagine that it isn't
2: yeah but uh what do you say we dive into some fantastic four here
0: all right you're gonna have to lead me this way to the uh fantastic four. Oh, by the way by the way uh funko showed off some new funko's there's gonna be a macho and liz yeah
2: we haven't talked funko in a little bit you still buy any of those no but
0: i say that and then i see the macho and liz and i'm like damn it
2: (laughs) funkos actually put out some really cool wwe figures they really Uh, have they like the the uh, rick rude and vader were great i thought the king booker was really cool um they've done actually quite a few recently so i i I don't hate them And actually daniel cross got the uh the bret hart Shawn michaels with the ring and that Mm -hmm. was really cool i was like Mm -hmm. man that's fun well,
0: I mean, if you're a Shawn Michaels fan, it was fun. Ha, yeah. <laughs> um, and then also they showed off the fiend from the glow in the dark match, the Mountain Dew glow in the dark match.
2: Yes, that's cool.
0: That is sick. So I'm I'm probably gonna be in on that one.
2: Yeah, like the thing with Funko that is so tough is it's hard to just collect one line. Mm-hmm. But if you just stick with WWE, you could probably pull it off, you know, but, yeah. but it, they, they've, they've actually probably made quite a few WWE ones at this point. Cause they've done a bunch.
0: Oh, they've done so many, but anyways. Yeah. I just happened to see that in my Rolodex, the macho and Liz. So I wanted to bring that up. Also they, uh, they made a Cody Rhodes. He'll come with the sledgehammer and, and the torn peck. Oh, he comes with a torn peck.
2: Oh, he so. does. It's yeah. bruised. Yeah.
0: Once I zoom in, I can see it now. Oh Yeah uh Shotzi pipers back there Braun Strowman. they're coming out with a new hogan where he uh it's in front of the sports illustrated magazine cover that he was on
2: yeah that's cool i like how they're doing that a little bit
0: yeah so anyways yeah new funko's okay now we can get into fantastic
2: four <laughs> fantastic four actually speaking of funko i would like for them to do some wwe of those rewind figures i think those are really fun the rewind they're, figures They're they're in the movie box
0: oh oh Oh! yeah 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 yeah
2: i don't know how they would do that necessarily but some of the movie boxes aren't like movie boxes they're just kind of stuff that they design themselves so i'm like well make like a raw is war or smackdown one i think that'd be fun you know or even like no holds barred if they could do that that would be cool or the old coliseum collections well there you go that would be fun too so
0: with junkyard dog on the front and they could put a junkyard dog in there
2: i'd be all about it oh same that would, be, that would be super fun.
0: Or the Heart Foundation, because they came out with their own uh, VHS.
2: Yeah, see, that would be cool, too. Like Hulk, Hulk had VHS. Razor had a Coliseum video. Brett did. Yeah, there'd be a lot of fun ones, actually. That'd be cool. I yeah. don't know if they could pull that off, but why not? Yeah, would love it. All right, so Fantastic Four Series 1 came out from Toy Biz, as we mentioned, in 1994, um, and included six or seven figures in the first wave, so a decent amount. Uh, several villains um one thing i thought was interesting about this is obviously they're called the fantastic 4 but in the first wave you didn't even get all four of the the family members that's kind of odd that's strange yeah um i i get needing villains but i like i don't know i i would have thought and i understand if it's like a big team like x-men where you have multiple members like you don't put them all in the first wave but i don't know that's just weird that they didn't include all the four family members but well, we'll get through that uh we we start off with black bolt black bolt one of actually one of my more favorite marvel villains he uh he he's with a group called the inhumans and he possesses a sonic scream which essentially he can make like people die by the sound of his voice so he, he can't talk which is quite an ability
0: that's a hell of an ability right there
2: <laughs> isn't it though like they actually put him in the new uh, doctor strange movie which was I believe his first uh, movie appearance, which I was like, oh, Black Bolt. He didn't do much, but I thought that was cool that he was there. That is so intricate. It's quite, I mean, some of the characters are just oddly weird, but that one is like, well, okay, I can dig that. That's, you know, like, but Marvel, I'd always heard one thing they tried to do is make the characters like have an ability with a weakness built in, right? So, like, they're always struggling. And like, that kind of like, it's like, okay, like that makes them humanized i guess a little bit even though like they have this ability it's like they have to deal with real world problems too so kind of makes sense
0: so he has flight ready wings but if you look at the figure the wings on it are so small is that is that the way it was in the cartoon too
2: i don't remember well it looks like yeah it looks like when his arms come out they kind of they're kind of cloth and they extend yeah um which is which is fun but i don't i don't remember um how he looks in the cartoon the figure itself i think looks pretty cool though
0: no it's not bad at all um i, I don't know it's just the cape looks really small i was just curious if that was the way it was in the cartoon too
2: it reminds me of an x-men character named banshee and what and i don't know if Black Bolt did this or not but banshee would actually use his voice to make him fly uh-huh. he had this real high-pitched squeal and sometimes these characters borrowed from each other where it's like kind of like aquaman and the submariner where it's like they're basically the same Character, just one's Marvel, one's DC, even though Banshee was also part of the X Men. So, but he had similar wings and he would actually be able to fly and use that, the Sonic to kind of push him up in the air. So, I, I wonder if Black Bolt's that way. Again, not a character I know a ton about. I just always thought it was really cool.
0: I don't know if I told this on the show before, but did you ever watch The State on MTV? I did not. So, they did a DC superheroes um, Justice League skit.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and so kind of they're all in kind of game planning for something and somebody runs in and they go batman take to the streets superman take to the air and look for this person aquaman go talk to some fish or something (laughs) (laughs) right i love that it's just hilarious when that happened i quote it every day
2: well like the aquaman always caught the short end of the stick honestly because it's like what's he gonna do go talk to a seahorse you know <laughs> like but you know it, it always made sense to you know with the lost city of atlantis and stuff to always have the underwater character in comics
0: yes yes yes
2: <laughs> um next up we got dr doom so this is a must-have dr doom is i mean he was actually in marvel legends series two when we covered it he's always been like the main villain of the fantastic four their lex luther as it were or their joker mm-hmm. um always a cool character i always love the cloak in the metal body just an overall cool character a lot of these figures also have actions i don't know if um it looks like his hand extends here on but the, i don't uh, know
0: on the package it says shooting arm action
2: well oh, there you go so makes sense um
0: the card art's pretty cool i like the logo underneath the 4 the number 4 yeah the logo on there the card art looks pretty cool on that i like it i don't like how it's a little small but still i like the design of it
2: yeah so toy biz actually had pretty cool card art always Uh, that was one of the first toys where i was like like i always like looking back because obviously i was ripping these open i was like well that their cards always look cool the spider-man cards were cool the x-men cards were cool um but honestly like even back in the 90s like turtles had cool cards hasbros obviously had cool cards like I, i this is another thing too have you ever thought about it like this i miss like because almost everything's in a box now we Mm -hmm. always say mint on card but all the elites those are boxes true yeah so i do kind of miss like cards like this actually that's another thing i was going to ask you um a lot of the retro companies are going to the removable bubble Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on that
0: you're talking about where you can take the figure out but you can always put it back in
1: Mm -hmm.
0: uh i personally would not utilize that action or i don't even know if you can call it an action but that uh feature i guess you could say but it's not i understand what they're doing and i kind of dig that um they're trying something new to kind of make it available for not only mint on card people but for loose people that maybe want to save the package so i'm all in favor of it it's it's interesting it's interesting looking but at the same time i understand the um the feature behind it and i I'm in favor of it.
2: It's one of those things if you go to buy. So so say you missed Retro Series 4 and mm-hmm. you're like, man, I really want that Vader. Find one on eBay, Menton card, but well, you don't know for sure if it was been good opened point. or not. Very good. Um, I first learned that with Funko Pops because, you know, those you could open from the box, take them out, display them, put them back and no one's really the wiser. So yeah, can be good and bad. That's a good point. Never even thought about that. Next up, we've got Hans Moleman. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got the Mole Man. He's one of the more uh, well known uh, Marvel villains. Obviously, uh, not the best looking fella. He's got twirling, uh, twirling combat staff. Um, another, another um, fixture of the Fantastic Four villains was the the Mole Man. Kind of lived underground and came after him and stuff. But not the prettiest figure, but it. I don't know who that guy is with him, though. That's the what little... I was
0: about to ask. Because who does he come with?
2: That's actually interesting because you didn't see this a lot back in the day where they came with anything extra, but I think that's kind of cool. Um it looks like Homer Simpson in the face. It does actually kind of looks like when he's like the uh the washing di- like the laundry detergent. <laughs> the laundry d- <laughs> <laughs> um I, I one of my favorite parts of that episode is when that at the end that Japanese guy's like Mr. Sparkle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh on the back of the package too it does look like it gives some um details regarding the figure or the character like Mole man uh
2: which also- I, I think i think is great so if someone like you came into these and you just saw them and you were like wow that looks really cool but you don't know anything about it it kind of mm-hmm. gives you a little bit of a history of who these characters are to get you invested which is very smart
0: it also on the back shows the fantastic four series says collect them all, but underneath it says Iron Man, so it looks like they're showing off the Iron Man series as well.
2: Yeah, so Iron Man also had a toy line from Toy Biz around the same time, which um, again, one thing Toy Biz did that was really cool is they had X-Men, they had Spider-Man, they had Fantastic Four, they had Iron Man, and they had the Hulk all having toy lines kind of at the same time, all in the same scale. Mm -hmm. So to me, like that would have been, because I remember thinking how cool it was to have like a Spider-Man villain that could fight the X-Men they're all the same scale very right. very smart very smart marketing right you know honestly really cool figures uh we now go to mr fantastic who is um you know the patriarch of the fantastic far fantastic four excuse me um he's got says he has the super stretch arms i don't remember how they actually did that and if they he's got like a little jetpack thing it looks like he comes with um well it looks like his arms are actually stretchy which is i mean i don't know what else Else you would do with him, but it makes sense to do that with the figure. I wonder how those uh how those hold up though if it if it still looks good after all these years yeah all the or kids if it's t- like all the kids really pulling on the arms I mean if it's mint in package, I'm sure it's fine, but I wonder how it actually looks. I don't know,
0: yeah uh, Stu Hart would be happy with the stretching party yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 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 you know maybe uh stretching. The stretch the stretch arms on the guy. Hey,
1: so
2: now we need a T-shirt of Stu Hart stretching Mister Fantastic.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Stu. Now get out of here.
2: <laughs> yeah. Steve Hoker's writing it down right now. I can I can hear it all the way hey, to New Jersey.
0: He's all. That's a sticker. Stu stre- <laughs> Stu stretching Mister Fantastic or whatever his name is.
2: <laughs> That's a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then we have the Silver Surfer. Um, this was a pretty fun character back in the 90s, not really one of my favorites. Um, but he's a you know, pretty much a silver guy with a surfboard, as his name is. He, uh, if I remember right, his he was like a, a slave to Galactus who ate planets. That's what Galactus did. This massive, massive character. And uh, Silver Surfer was like out there, like searching for new planets for him to eat.
1: Yeah. Oh. so. Not the
2: best job in the world.
0: So Silver Surfer was a bad guy.
2: I kind of think he was probably more into the anti-hero role. I think he ends up teaming up with the Fantastic Four and ditching Galactus and getting free and all that stuff. But uh, he he appeared in one movie, one of the Fantastic Four movies. Um, Again, he was one of those characters to me where he looked cool, but his comics were not all that interesting to me. I was just like, eh, whatever. But. But he, he does, he's definitely a cool looking character. I mean, he's a silver guy on a surfboard. Like I said, it's fun. Um, Terex or Terex, I think. I don't remember this guy at all. He's got a, spa- a space soaring meteor. Uh, that's pretty cool. Very, very menacing looking. And he's, he's bulky. Like- he's bulky. He he reminds me a lot of like how Thanos looks in this line because Thanos is actually in this line too. Which most of us remember from uh, um, the Avengers films. But again, with the Fantastic Four, they did a lot of stuff up in space. Like there's all these different levels of Marvel characters. There's like the street level, mm-hmm. which is like Punisher, Daredevil, all those guys. And there's like the superhero level, like Captain America, Iron Man. And then there's like the space level, the cosmic level. And that's like, Fantastic Four, Silver Surfer, etc. Um, so, just another cool villain. I, like I said, I found it weird that they had so many villains in Wave One, and I love villains. Don't get me wrong, but I'm, I'm really surprised we didn't see the other two uh, family members um, because we rounded out with the Thing, who of course has um, clobber and his clobber and time punch. Which I think, if you, I think I had this figure, you rotated his hips, you would. Throw a big fist up in the air, which I mean, what else is the thing going to do? He's, of course, it. oh, yeah, ahead, Sorry, yeah. You know, I was gonna say he's in his like blue kind of trunks that he would wear, and of course, his orange uh colors, which were great. But uh, you know, like to me, he was like the fun character that everyone remembers from the line, so makes sense that you put him in wave one for sure. I actually find it funny
0: that he's wearing blue trunks.
2: <laughs> he, well, it's like, what else would he wear, right? Like, he actually, there's a couple of times that they may have even made a figure where he'd wear like a trench coat. and That was like his way of like trying to blend in, you know, that so he wouldn't be <laughs> so obvious that he's a big rock guy, but you know, it's like, yeah, people are going to know you weigh a thousand pounds.
0: I mean, the fact that he's a big rock guy, I think kind of already separates him from the crowd. You know what I mean?
2: Just a, just a smidge, <laughs> uh, just a smidge. Um, so this line actually had some vehicles and even went all the way up to uh looks like four waves. So, and they even did some two packs and everything else. So it was actually a pretty, pretty fun line from um from toy biz um it's a sh- they've actually tried to do a couple of fantastic four lines from uh Hasbro I, that's actually the ones you sent over mm-hmm. none of them did well actually they would always kind of just sit on the pegs which is unfortunate because the, the characters are cool
0: was the um fantastic four in Deadpool or am I was was the thing in Deadpool or am I thinking of another character
2: you're thinking of juggernaut
0: no oh, that's probably who I'm thinking about not even close. <laughs>
2: But, well, I mean, a little bit. Juggernaut was the guy. He has the big helmet, and he uh, he appeared in one of the other X Men films too, as a like a different actor or portrayed him. But yes, uh, another fun character. He basically would he he's unstoppable once he starts moving, and he can run through everything. Right, right. Yeah, fun character too. Actually, one of the original X Men characters I had because
1: mm-hmm.
2: I was going to say I uh, I got into these when I was like in first grade. A kid brought x-men movie or x-men toys to school and i saw wolverine for the first time which he looked like a pro wrestler Mm -hmm. he had the boots and the the costume and i was like that's the coolest thing i've ever seen (sighs) i told this story to travis because there's one of the characters gambit has this black like leather coat Uh uh-huh well the toy had a very thin plastic for the coat and everyone of course was like oh let me see it let me see it let me see it like try to get their hands all over it and they ripped the jacket (gasps) like just straight in half
1: Oh and no! And the look
2: on that kid's face was just sheer oh, terror. Oh, no. And what's funny about that is that kid popped up on the People I May Know Facebook page the other day. <laughs> and I almost wanted to, like, message him, like, hey, bro, sorry about Gambit. I <laughs> you know, but I didn't. Um, but I remember <laughs> just the look on his face of, like, because oh. I remember as a kid, I always wanted to take my toys to school. Yep. And my mom was always like, no, no, you're not taking your toys to school. And I'm like, why not? She goes, you don't. You said you take care of your toys. Those kids will not. They'll break them. They'll, they'll they'll destroy them and they won't care. Yep. And once I saw that, I was like, oh, mom's right. You know, that's why I don't do that. So um, but that got me into X-Men and I had some money. I went to Walmart and picked up uh, a couple of X-Men figures, Juggernaut being one of them. And um, I didn't collect a ton of them. They weren't like my Hasbro collection, but I definitely had a few and they were always really fun.
0: Now did the Fantastic 4 and X-Men ever interact?
2: Oh yeah, all of them have interacted over the years, especially in the comic books and I'm sure they had some crossovers on the TV shows and stuff. So, here's how Marvel why it's it's been so weird with the movies. My understanding is in the 90s Marvel was nearly nearing going out of business.
0: Correct, yeah.
2: So what what they did is they sold movie rights to all these companies. Fox got Fantastic 4 and X-Men. Um sony got Mm spider-man i think um there's been other and like Lionsgate got the punisher and so on all these all these people had different ones part of the contract was they had to produce a movie every so often
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and uh back in like 2015 2016 there was a really crappy fantastic four movie that was released okay and people think that that was because they they were going to lose the license if they didn't make one because it was part of the deal and they they made it and it was awful excuse me it was awful no one liked it and then marvel got the license back anyway so in 2008 marvel which now had some money started financing their own movies and that first one was iron man Mm -hmm. and all of the comic book fans at the time i is my my assumption is correct all just thought this was just gonna be another comic book movie a standalone just here's Iron Man. And then they, they kind of tease the Avengers. And then you realize they're doing Thor and Captain America and they're all kind of interlocked. And at that point, only those movies were able to interact with each other. Like Iron Man couldn't be on X-Men and so on, but now Marvel owns everything because they bought Fox and everything's under one umbrella. So that I, I, my understanding is that's their plan is to put everything in one, group because i think of the new deadpool movie wolverine's going to be in it so
0: right right and that's what i was curious about is like have the fantastic four ever interacted with deadpool
2: um in movies but that can definitely happen now okay all right so the fantastic four they actually teased reed richards in dr strange he was played by uh john krasinski from the office
1: mm-hmm.
2: and um my understanding though is that was like a alternate universe and like he may not even play him in all the movies don't know that for sure but i imagine once the i think the first fantastic four movie is supposed to come out next year maybe Mm -hmm. so once that rolls out i'm sure we'll start seeing cameos of you know like kind of like guardians was in they were in the last thor movie and so on and, and stuff like that so i think we'll start seeing little cameos and stuff but yes i think uh deadpool uh, Bane brought this up, and I think he's a genius. So Stan Lee, the creator of a lot of the Marvel comics, used to cameo in every movie. Right. He thinks that should be Deadpool now. He should just cameo in everything. And I'm uh-huh. like, I agree completely. I think that would be <laughs> awesome. You know, like
0: Deadpool is the only reason I ever go see any comic movies. Like, I don't see anything except Deadpool. Like,
1: Dead- that's right Deadpool's, up my alley.
2: Deadpool is one of those characters. Once you figure it out, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But I could see being completely like not sure what this is when you first you know go to the movies but it's awesome and Ryan Reynolds is at perfect as Deadpool
0: oh 100% although i will say i do enjoy peacemaker on hbo max
2: i have not watched that but i've heard it's really good yes
0: it's it's fantastic i i really enjoyed it especially the beginning theme you know how you can always skip an intro on yes. on streaming i never skip the intro because the intro is fantastic.
2: Dude, I I love shows that have good theme songs. Uh-huh. I could never skip an intro if it's good.
0: Exactly. You, so, yeah. You, so, spoiler alert, you would never skip Peacemaker's
2: intro because it's fantastic. Awesome. I'll have to check that out. Yep. Dude, there's so many shows I, like, need to watch that I just haven't. I'm like, oh, my gosh.
0: Oh, man. This time of the year, I fall behind on everything Breaker between – yeah. College football, football, basketball starting up. The MLB playoffs are going on right now. I am so far behind on wrestling right now. I ha- I haven't gotten a chance to watch NXT Takeover. I haven't gotten a chance to watch Fastlane from this past Saturday because I had a wedding to go to, or else I would have watched it. You now- sat on your
2: phone watching it. <laughs> <No exception. laughs> I know.
0: Um. <laughs> uh, so I'm so far behind on whatever right now. You know, it's just it's so hard to keep up with everything. Once football and college football slow down, then I'll start to kind of, kind of pick back up. But this time of the year, I fall behind on everything, man. I know what you mean.
2: Haven't you noticed though, and this is kind of off topic, but if you're into something, they almost want to occupy so much of your time. You can't be into anything else. Yeah. Right. Like, so if you're a diehard wrestling fan, like that could literally consume your whole life.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But there's so many like TV shows I enjoy watching or things like that. I'm just like like this like I want to watch different stuff. Like I've been watching some old pay-per-views on uh on Peacock. Honestly cuz that's just something fun for me to do. I I watched mm-hmm. uh um Great American Bash 90. Nice. I watched uh, Fall Brawl 95. <sighs> I watched uh what did I watch? Survivor Series 93. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Which, yes, immediately my first thought was like, I need to hit up Jason about making a Keith Hart and a Bruce Hart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's fucking like, what
2: the hell? <laughs> like, come on, it would be
0: fun. I can put all the heart brothers together. <laughs> and you need Brett in the uh, singlet.
2: See, that actually kind of occurred to me too. Like, that would be really fun. But I kind of would like him without the shades, but I'd, that'd be a whole new head, so I don't know. Yeah. But uh, But yeah, that would be cool to have him in the all pink shorts because it's doable. But yeah, yeah, that's a lot of deco too, which Jason would probably be like, oh God. <laughs> he pretty, I'm sure he pretty much cringes anytime I message him, like, hey, I got an idea. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you a fun idea I have. Um, and I don't I told this to Hoker and Travis, and they're like, Oh, that's fun. But I'm like, I don't think anyone else would ever do this, but to me, it's awesome. So uh, this guy I know that does he he prints uh, LJN files, but he can make them as Galoob. Because Galoob is just a scaled down LJN is all right. it is. And he, he had made an LJN edge and it looks really good. Like the, the like the, you know, the head's good. The body, everything is awesome. There's no, but it'd all be, have to be like decaled or painted on. Right. So I'm going to hit up Jason to see if he'll paint him up like Damon Stryker from his WCW main event appearance. <laughs> and I don't know how he's going to react to that. Cause the tights aren't super complicated, but I'm like, <laughs> He didn't really have the tattoos. And he's probably going to be like, <laughs> okay, I guess. You know, like, what the hell, dude? If you want Damon Striker, let's do it. <laughs> I just think that would be so funny. To be like, here's my new figure, Damon Striker." And what um, gave me the idea is that, that meme of Edge or Adam Copeland now shaking hands with Sting. Uh-huh. Like, someone put a caption, like, Sting's like, good to see you again, Damon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, that is so funny. So oh. funny. That's hilarious. Good times.
0: Oh, uh, the ideas that you come up with for Jason Wolf.
2: Yeah, he he's probably already like he some of the stuff he's done. He's probably like, good god, man. But <laughs> it's fun. It's fun to me. Um, so next week I have kind of a um uh, an interesting one, and this will be kind of a catch all. Okay. As as Travis would often call it, because they've done a lot of figures over over a number of years, but it's a popular franchise. It's not really something I collected, but I think it'd be fun to dive into it. How about next week we cover Jurassic Park okay I think that'd be kind of fun okay let's do that uh we going back to the 90s on this one or I I think we can kind of do mostly 90s but maybe even touch on some of the current stuff okay I do that I had a couple of figures in the 90s but they weren't really ever my jam I remember my cousin he's a couple years younger he actually had the whole compound Mm -hmm. it was actually a really cool playset. it had like a big cage to keep the dinosaurs in and stuff
0: fun fact whoa don't drop that
2: i, I dropped something sorry
0: <laughs> fun fully posable fact that is the only movie scott has ever walked out of the original the original jurassic park
2: why does he not like entertainment
0: <laughs> he did not like that movie dude
2: he's I wonder like why.
0: dude i remember he's all yeah me and his ex he goes we're gonna go see uh jurassic park tonight i was like oh okay let me know how it is he came back like way earlier than he should have and i was like that was Jurassic Park. He goes, dude, we walked out of it like 45 minutes into it. I was like, you walked out of it? He goes, dude, it was terrible. I was like, okay.
2: <laughs> he hated interesting.
0: That. Has yep. he tried
2: to watch it since? I don't
0: know. He's too busy watching Weekend of Bernie's. I don't know. Probably not.
2: That's interesting. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, I, I, I love the original Jurassic Park. I always thought it was fun. I love the fact that Newman was on there. Yes. Good point. Good point. I don't, were you ever a fan of the Goonies? Oh, I love the Goonies, dude. I saw a meme, and I don't know, this had to be intentional, but they say, because the you know, Newman or I think his name is Dennis Nedry, you know, he has like the uh, dinosaur eggs and the, uh, mm-hmm. the the shaving cream can. He appears in a few different scenes, and apparently in every scene, he's dressed like a different character from the goody's Oh! Yeah, when, I, when someone showed that, when someone showed that meme, I was like, oh, that's kind of fun.
1: Oh, like, that's I don't interesting.
2: Know, I don't know if that was like the reason why, but That's kind of a fun idea.
0: Interesting.
2: And then, honestly, that scene where he gets spit on by the, whatever that thing is called, Uh, that always freaked me out as a kid.
0: So you know the story about Universal Studios out here in Los Angeles, right? Mm Hmm. So you know the water ride for Jurassic Park, right? Oh yes. So when we have that in
2: there's that in Florida as well.
0: Okay. So when it first opened back in. I don't remember when it first opened. I think like late 1980s, early 1990s or something. No, it was, no, because no, it came out in 1992, 93, 93
2: probably. So okay, probably so 94, it, 95, uh, yeah, somewhere in there.
0: Well, apparently one of that spitting dinosaur thing, I guess one of the tubes broke and one of, and some acid or something that produced the thing got into it and actually hit somebody in the face. Yeah. Whoa that's a, I don't know if it's an urban legend or if it's true, but that is what I heard. I'll have to see if I can find a news story on that on Google or something.
2: So speaking of of amusement park mishaps, have I ever showed you that video of, uh, you know who Fabio is from the romance novels? Oh yeah. Have you ever seen that video of him at the amusement park? No, he's doing some type of thing where it's, I don't know if it's like make a wish, but he's like, working with underprivileged children they're at an amusement park and he's all like having a good time let's do this roller coaster and so they literally showed news footage of him getting on the roller coaster and he's like giving a thumbs up to the camera like oh, i'm all excited it's gonna be fun all the kids love it you know and he comes back and his whole face is covered in blood and <laughs> and it's only it's only really funny because it's a guy who's paid for his looks you know right right. and apparently during the course of the ride he he collides face first with a goose what <laughs> like think of the like <laughs> lightning strike one in a billion chances of that roller coaster coming down and a goose just flying <laughs> it and boom hits him in the face and what's bad is like he clearly saw it coming because he was able to identify what it was it breaks his nose oh dude and so it's funny so like they they show obviously they don't show him on the ride but they show him getting on and then coming back And he looks pissed. He's covered in blood and all the kids are looking like, oh, God, what (laughs) is going on? I was just like, what are the odds of that happening? Like, that is so, so freaking crazy. And he goes on the talk show circuit about how dangerous roller coasters are because of this. And I'm like, I mean, yes, this is an unfortunate accident. But the likelihood of that ever happening is like one point. Like 0.0001% chance. I mean, yeah, the fact that it did happen to Fabio is hilarious to me. But but anyway, apparently that happened around Ohio. So Travis knew all about it. He's like, oh yeah, I remember seeing that. Like, I thought that was so funny. (laughs) This is like, what a random, what a random thing.
0: So if anybody's still into reading books, there's a book called Mouse Tales. It's an old, old book written back in 1995 or 1996. And it's actually a behind the scenes look at Disneyland. And oh, okay. it's an unauthorized story, but it's actually true stories of stuff that's gone on at Disneyland, uh, behind the scenes stuff. They talk about somebody being crushed on the people mover. Yes, the people mover. Somebody got crushed on it. I, I Dude, it's crazy. But anyways, Mouse Tales is a great book. I recommend everybody going to read it. Um, I will be honest. The first three chapters, starts off a little slow. After yeah. chapter four, you can't put the book down.
1: Oh,
2: man, that would be a fun read. Well, we, you know, I just went to Disney World back in Mm -hmm. July, and I just was reading online, like, a week or two ago that a bear got loose in Magic Kingdom out there. What? And, like, they immediately, like, no, not the country bears. No, not Winnie the Pooh. An actual bear got loose in Magic Kingdom. Like, and there are so many people at Disney. Right, right. Like, I mean, it would just, it's unbelievable. Like, we... We also got to the park one day, and there was a dude passed out on a stretcher with oxygen, an older guy. I I don't know if he, like, passed out because of the heat or, you know, because, you know, it's hot, obviously, in Florida. So, but they, like, they drew very little attention to it. Like, they're pretty Mm -hmm. slick about what they do, you know. Yeah, definitely. Definitely they're like flash
0: bomb look over here
2: <laughs> yeah let's do a parade
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> everybody ignore the dead guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's it's definitely a, a different it's definitely a definitely different place and then like i like it's it's crazy because like you'll go and like every area is a little bit different and then they'll have like like one area was like gaston's village from like beauty and the beast and all these people are in like full like costumes just sweating profusely and i'm just mm-hmm. like Ugh, like that <laughs> looks horrible, you know, and because isn't that you're in that Florida, dry heat. It's just, ew, that's not fun. But uh,
0: could you imagine if somebody was drunk or high walking around there and that bear got loose and they're, they go back to their buddy and they're like, man, Smokey is way more intense in person.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I mean, there's been some wild stuff that's happened at Disney, I'm sure. So I'd love to read that book. It'd be a, it'd be a fun read for sure.
0: It's a great book. I highly recommend it
2: cool so next week will be jurassic park we'll be talking about scott's all-time favorite movie um (laughs) no we're not we're
0: not we're not talking about jurassic pork which is a completely different (laughs) other movie we're talking about jurassic park that had toys with it well jurassic park could have toys we don't know
2: (laughs) yeah that's interesting so i assume he didn't see any of the sequels then if he didn't remember the first one but no no i mean i still think jurassic park holds up special effects wise i would love to know why scott doesn't like it but that's what's interesting anytime you hear why someone doesn't like a movie that you like you're always like why don't you like it man like isn't that weird it's so good like no i don't like it really what why (laughs) that's cool but uh anyway thank you guys for checking out the tv toy cast make sure to uh Give us a follow at TV Toycast on uh, Instagram, The X, formerly known as Twitter. We're also on Facebook. Um, and check out Jeff on the Fully Posable podcast every Sunday with uh, Scott and figure out why he doesn't like Jurassic Park. I'm going to have him talk about it this week. And then I will also I think that you, I think that you should.
0: <laughs> and also check out this past week. We had Brian from the legendary LJN podcast on. He was a lot of fun. And it's funny, Great dude. Oh, awesome, dude! Uh, we're hoping that we can get him to go to Stockton WinterCon
2: with us. Yeah, he lives in your area, somewhat. I know California is a big state. That'd be
1: cool if you guys got to meet up.
0: Exactly. We're gonna try to get him, Tim from the Pulling Up the Chair podcast, in. We're gonna try to meet up and all four of us, the over forty horsemen,
2: with the. (laughs) I want the. I gotta take the picture with our walkers and our canes. Yes. Can can you find just some (laughs) some random old guy to be your JJ Dillon? (laughs) (laughs) can you can you please join us for this photo op and then we'll ask
0: (laughs) and then we'll ask lita and trish to take the picture
2: there you go yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) fun stuff cool well uh thank you guys for checking out the tv toy cast and we will see you in the toy aisle